welcome to the Lost World Minute, the Minute by Minute podcast reviewing the 1997 sequel to Jurassic Park in one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. This episode we're talking about Minute 10 of the Lost World. David, how have you been, sir? Good, good. Uh, we were just talking about the Jurassic World stuff and Warpath, or, and the Lost World PS1 game and all that fun stuff. Mm, that's it, that's it. Also, we've been talking about some of the new stuff that's been uh, coming into my collections. I'm uh, working hard at the moment to get the final payments for the Breakout T-Rex from Chronicle Collectibles paid off. So uh, I can have that big boy, or that big girl, Queen Queen Rexy, in uh, in my display. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd, that'd be, that's cool. Um, did you see the stuff recently released by Rob Miranda on Facebook uh, in the Jurassic Park, in that one Jurassic Park group? About the new Chronicles stuff that they have coming out planned. Uh, I know about the uh, the baby raptors. Well, there's also a Dilophosaurus planned. A oh no! <laughs> sick, uh, a sick Triceratops planned. A model of the visitor center and oh, a miniature breakout T-Rex. Oh wow! I'm just having a quick. I suppose there wouldn't be photos of it anyway. Um. Oh, there's photos, actually. Oh, is there? Yeah. Um, that's all right, though. Um, that's going to be interesting if they do a, some sort of visitor center facade or uh, something like that. That's definitely a uh, must-buy for me. Um, mm. Dilophosaur, that'd be good, too. But so I'm sort of holding out because they've hinted they're going to do... We've seen Owen and Blue, and we've seen um, Sam Neill's Dr. Grant in the 1-6 scale. Um, mm-hmm. Um, that's where, because I know in interviews they've said they'd love to do the whole cast, Nedry, Arnold, um, Ellie, Malcolm. Uh, I'd, I'd love a one six, Malcolm. <laughs> I'd love a uh, Hammond one. Hammond yeah. and Lutz never got figures. Yeah, yeah, just a one six Hammond with his hat and cane it would be it'd be awesome. You could probably just get that one and not worry about the rest, because um, you just have him with the dinosaurs. But that's certainly. Uh, discouraging for the wallet if they're uh, doing all this stuff and that's just for the franchise stuff too like they're committed to uh, Jurassic World and mm-hmm. now Jurassic World 2 as well so there must be um, must be some other stuff there that's right around the corner from coming out but anyway uh, you want to get into minute 10 of the Lost World sure, alright let's do it as the ninth minute of the Lost World ended John Hammond laying in his bed was telling Dr. Malcolm about Site B, how the animals were produced there, nurtured for a couple months before being moved to the park. He then informed Dr. Malcolm that after the incident in the park, Hurricane Clarissa come through and wiped out the facility on Site B as an act of God, as he says, and that they had to evacuate. At the nine minute mark, Hammond says that the animals had to be released on their own, and that life found the way, as he once so elegantly put it. At 9 minutes and 10 seconds, Hammond tells Malcolm that there's a complete ecological system of animals on the island in their own social species and social subgroups. At 9 minutes and 16 seconds, Hammond tells Malcolm the different subgroups of animals have been living without fences, without boundaries, without restraining technologies, and that for four years he's been trying to keep it safe from human interference. At 9 minutes and 25 seconds, we cut back to a dumbfounded Ian Malcolm as he tries to contemplate what he just heard, and he hopes that the island's been kept quarantined and contained. 
but he's still in shock about it all. At 9 minutes and 34 seconds, he brings up the lysine deficiency and how it should have killed all the animals post-Jurassic Park. At 9 minutes and 40 seconds, Hammond nods and laughs to himself and replies, but yes, they're flourishing. It's one of a thousand questions he wants the team to answer. At 9 minutes and 48 seconds, Barker marks back questioningly, Team? At 9 minutes and 54 seconds, Malcolm helps Hammond out of the bed as he explains he's organising an expedition to go in and document the animals in their natural habitat and to make the most spectacular living fossil record the world has ever seen. And this ends minute 10 of The Lost World. Alright, so we get Hammond continuing his uh, dialogue. Um, in the previous minute we got... Uh, Hurricane Clarissa come through and wiped out their facility four months or just after the uh, Jurassic Park failure. They had to uh, evacuate and they released the animals to mature on their own. Life will find a way, as uh, Malcolm once so elegantly put it. And now there's uh, a complete ecological system on the island, dozens of species living in their own social groups, uh, no fences, without boundaries and uh, without human interference. And Hammond's been trying to keep it safe for four years. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's a wonder. Um, I think they bring up in a later minute uh, that Kathy, the Kathy incident on the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, one would be surprised. Okay, four years. This is the only incident that's happened. But then they're wealthy, so they had the money to uh, go after Ingen. Um, and locals, it was definitely something played up more in the novel. Uh, locals staying away from the islands, calling them the five deaths because uh, people went there and they never come back. Uh, yeah. fish, fishermen and that never come back from the islands. So um, we do get that a little bit later on in the barge when they get to sauna, but that's mm-hmm. not uh, not played out as much as what it was in the novel. So four years, Hammond's been trying to keep it safe. It's interesting that they know that there's a complete ecological system on the island. Again, in the novel, they had a video network in place on the island none of that's seen or mentioned in the movies so my little headcanon is that this isn't the first team Hammond sent back to the island someone else has been there previously and mm-hmm. maybe didn't uh, maybe the whole team didn't come back <laughs> <laughs> sounds so insidious yeah yeah um and Malcolm Malcolm now discovering all this and yes hopefully the uh, island's been quarantined and contained they bring up the whole uh, lysine deficiency and Hammond just laughs it off that, uh, that they're flourishing and uh, it's one of a thousand questions he wants the team to answer. We sort of get an answer later on with uh, Sarah Harding or Julianne Moore. Later on, the animals, uh, the herbivores eating lysine-rich beans, soy, soybeans, agma beans and that, and the uh, carnivores then eating the herbivores. I'd, not sure how that would uh, process in a seven-day period. Again, my thinking is that uh, they're going to evacuate, they're going to let the animals go, they're going to uh, turn that gene off or whatever in the lab four months after the park failed, that, okay, we're not going to do a park now, we're just going to make a preserve or something. We need mm-hmm. these animals to last longer than what they are. Woo, change this, will you? <laughs> but that's, that's only my head cannon. <laughs> Again, team, what team? Um, Hammond's organised a team to go in and document them to make the most spectacular living fossil record the world has ever seen. This isn't going to end well. (laughs) 
we get we get in later minutes that uh, this is the only way. Sort of if they get public opinion on board to mm-hmm. uh, to help out, because we're not told here. Hammond knows what's happening. He knows that Injun's going to go in and harvest and strip the place and mm-hmm. uh, move everything to Jurassic Park, San Diego, or some stuff to there anyway. Which kind of makes sense if you've got a pool of fish that you've been farming then you're going to go down you're going to grab grab a dozen every now and then for a, for a restaurant or to eat and this is no different if you've got an island full of dinosaurs that they're yours you've patented them um, mm-hmm. you've, you've bred them for a reason and now that reason has sort of shifted from island to San Diego and you're going to put them in display in a zoo zoo type uh, area you're going to go and get those animals now we'll see later it's probably not done the best way and humanely but they go and get them and I suppose this is just uh, again Hammond's Hammond's change of uh, mindset all about pres- preservation and that and not uh, exploiting the animals Mhm. anything else you want to add? Uh, just one thing yep. people always like to mention that in Jurassic Park 3 there's fences and enclosures when Hammond and and this scene mentions that there's no fences or enclosures, but what he actually meant by that was not not that there's a lack of fences, but rather that there's a lack of actual like park-like paddocks. Well, to keep to keep people from the animals. Yeah. Well, that's it. Without without fences, without restraining technology, there's no fences, moats, all that sort of stuff to uh, be between the people and the uh, danger. You're you're mm. going you're going in into the island. You're going to be right up, right up close to these things. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it sort of just it builds a builds sort of builds attention a little bit more because we've seen what happened in the last film where there were all those things um, mm-hmm. and they failed and it all it all went in the air and chaos ensued. So you can only uh, you can only imagine what's going to happen mm-hmm. happen now. All right. If that's uh, if that's all, we'll. Uh, Get out of here, and we'll be back next week for Minute 11. All right, sounds great. All right, see you guys. See ya. All right, guys, let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. You can email feedback to thelostworldminute at gmail.com, Facebook, The Lost World Minute, Twitter, at The Lost World Minute, and Instagram, The Lost World Minute. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to remember. (laughs) Uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way.